Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn on things like gas, groceries, and even that midday latte. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yep, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. Guys, I'm officially on tour. I am so excited to hang out with you, but I need you to know this tour is a little different than anything you might have heard me or seen me do before. Still love Jesus, but I cuss a little, and that's what's gonna happen tonight, so get ready. Usually when I speak publicly, it's about how to grow and become a better version of yourself, and yes, I want to talk about that. Don't tell me that you can't do difficult things because that is one teeny tiny example of something that men will never have to deal with. But more than anything, I want to laugh. It's honestly been a really hard year for me and my kids. I just want to tell stories with my friends and laugh until we pee our pants a little bit. The second thing we're going to do is a live Q&A. Oh yeah, no, if you raise your hands, like you're in. <laughs> We get to learn and understand more about ourselves when we hear someone else's stories. The third thing that's different about this tour is that every single location has a bar. I wanted to have a girls' night out. I wanted to have a place where you could get your sister, call your mama, get your neighbor from down the street, and you could come out and you could have a glass of cheap wine and you could watch a show and laugh and have fun and meet new people. The fourth thing, don't bring your husband. Yeah. Don't, I said it. If you got a husband that will laugh about period jokes, bikini waxes, mom stories, bring him on down. If you're not sure if your man thinks that's funny, he doesn't. Come by yourself and make friends. Treat yourself to a night where you are dating you. It's gonna be a lot of fun. That is my number one intention with this tour is that I want to have fun and I know that we will. So check out the show notes to get a link to upcoming cities. Put the word out. Love you. I'll see you soon. So long ago when my kids are little, I was having severe anxiety and I was treating it with alcohol. Like I would have, you know, a glass of boxed wine at night to try and calm myself down so that I wouldn't get upset with my kids. I thought that made me a better mama. And when you keep treating the symptom and you don't understand why that thing is happening, it will never end. And for what it's worth, y'all, 
The people who make money off your symptoms would love for you to just keep treating the symptom. And also, treating the symptom is much faster than treating the root cause. Understanding and treating the root cause can heal you forever, but it takes more work, it takes more effort, it's not an immediate fix. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is my podcast. I spend so many hours of every single week reading and listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos and trying to find out as much as I can about the world around me. And that's what we do on this show. We talk about everything, life and how to be an entrepreneur. What happened to dinosaurs? What's the best recipe for fried chicken? What's the best plan for intermittent fasting? What's going on with our inner child? How's therapy working out for you? Whatever it is my guests are into, I want to unpack it so that we can all understand. These are conversations. This is information for the curious. This is the Rachel Hollis Podcast. Hi guys, it's Rach. Welcome to today's conversation about hormones, about women's health, about uterus, about periods, about our bodies. I really wanted to do this episode because understanding how to balance my hormones has been the most life-changing thing I have done in the last few years. Yeah, I'm going to say, my brain went like, well, you also got divorced. But actually, I'm going to say that this process is the most important thing I have learned about my health. And I'm very passionate about this subject because the solution did not involve medicine. It was not expensive. It was very simple. And it was learning to work with my body and what it was already doing and give it some support that would help it to function better. And my instinct is that potentially there are many of you who right now are experiencing some of the same things that I was and you think just like I did that it's your mental health that's in question. You think that your anxiety is getting out of control. You think that you're maybe bipolar. You think that trauma is showing up. And, and certainly those things could be true in your life. But for me and for so many other women, we don't understand that we're out of balance, meaning that our hormones are out of balance. And that imbalance is creating a situation where we are not in control of our feelings, our emotions, our thoughts. And I didn't know this information. And because I didn't know this information, I really struggled for a long time. And I wonder if maybe some of you are struggling in the same way. And so I want to walk you through how I found out how to get help, all of the resources that I used, and the very simple over-the-counter, easy-to-access things that I used and still use to help my hormones stay balanced. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, before we jump in, I want to read you 
something that I Googled about three years ago that changed my life forever. I'm going to read you some symptoms and I want you to just follow along and tell me if any of these things apply to you. Decreased sex drive, increased PMS, irregular periods, depression, mood swings, headaches, bloating, hot flashes, breast tenderness, weight gain, fatigue, difficulty concentrating, or insomnia. I was experiencing 95% of the things on that list, and I had been experiencing them for a while. And the ones that I paid the most attention to were the mood swings. I was incredibly irritable. I would be totally fine one minute, and then I would be hysterically crying the next, or I would be feeling rage, feeling bitterness. I was just going from everything's fine to the most intense emotion so fast. And it was happening several times in a day. So I was feeling that. I absolutely lost my ability to focus. And that was the one that was the most terrifying for me. I will tell you guys, if you're like real life friends or we were dating, you would have heard me say this a million times. But the thing that I hate the most is feeling fatigued and more specifically feeling mental fatigue, feeling brain fog. It's almost like a trigger for me, the feeling those things. And I could track it back to my childhood and understand how things that I saw make me really no, I'll just tell you guys. I don't need to like skirt around it. I hate feeling fatigued. I hate feeling mental fatigue or brain fog. And I've done enough therapy to understand that for me, when I was a little girl, and I mean like little, like elementary school, my mom really struggled with depression. And my parents were going through the first of many breakups. My dad was out of the house. It was just my mom taking care of us. And she couldn't get out of bed. She really, really struggled. And now as an adult with kids, I can't imagine how hard that was for her. But as a little girl, I remember that being terrifying because there was one parent in the home and that parent was very ill and she really spent a lot of time in bed. And so I have some really strong fears around that. Around like, I don't want to be that. I don't want to get to that place. I have a lot of fears around my kids ever seeing me in that place so when I started to have these feelings, these, these really intense mood swings, and then feeling depressed, like truly depressed for the first time, and then counter that with 
extreme fatigue and my mind, I didn't feel like my mind was working correctly. My brain is, it's fast. It's always on, probably to my detriment sometimes. Like I sometimes can't slow down my brain. So to find myself in a season of life where I felt like my brain was like swimming through fog, where it couldn't speed up, where it couldn't grasp onto thoughts, that was petrifying for me. So I was experiencing these emotions coupled with insane amounts of stress from going through a divorce and going through COVID. And I mentioned that because I am betting that many of you felt very similar levels of stress during that time period, which would only then exacerbate what was happening in our body. But more on that in a second. So I was feeling these, all of these things, and just absolutely drowning in it. And just like you guys, I don't have the ability to just, you know, peace out, like go check out and, you know, come back later. I got these kids to raise, have a company to run. I have people who are counting on me on a lot of different levels. So I just kept going, you know, I do what we all do. I just kept trucking, just kept moving along and it got worse, not better. And so I decided that there was a very strong chance I was potentially developing the mental illness that really runs in my family. My older brother was paranoid schizophrenic. I have a lot of OCD in my family, a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression, clinical depression. There's there's some pretty severe mental illness in my family. And I thought, oh God, okay, here I am in my late 30s. It must just now be showing up. So I did a lot of tests. And one of the tests that I've done, and I've talked about this a lot on the show, is I had brain scans done. I wanted to make sure everything was okay with my brain because I knew that something was happening mentally because I I could feel it. And in having those brain scans done, thank God I did it. Because part of that was I had to get blood work done. And in getting blood work done and filling out all of these forms and paperwork, which explained how I was feeling and what I was going through, I had a consultation and the doctor said, hey, I'm just looking over your 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 labs and I'm looking over your intake form and I'm just wondering, do you know about estrogen dominance? And I had literally never heard those two words together before. He said, do me a favor while we're on the phone, just Google estrogen dominance. And I did and I started sobbing on the phone with him because when you internalize how you are feeling and you think it's just you and you think you're the only one and you think that you're unfixable, it's terrifying. And not only that, but I don't know about you guys, but I can beat myself up and like, oh, come on, like you're better than this, push harder, like you've got this. And I couldn't get out of it. So when I read those symptoms and saw that this was I am taking my four children away this weekend to go skiing. 
And I think if you're a parent like me, you understand how important it is to have a kitchen available to you when you have four kids, which is why Airbnb is always the place that I head to just make the vacation easier. And I have always used Airbnb as a place to stay, whether it was for work or family or a girl's weekend. But more and more, my friends are using Airbnb in a totally different way as a business, as a way to invest in property and earn money for it. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and it's a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Almost every morning of my life, I have oatmeal. Seriously, during the winter, having something hot in the morning really makes a big difference in my day. Quaker has been a trusted name in oatmeal for over 145 years, which means they've been milling oats since before the invention of the zipper, the stop sign, or ballpoint pens. Quaker has something for everyone, whether it's old-fashioned or quick oats that are good for cooking or baking. And while a ton of things have changed, the good stuff remains the same. Quaker, getting up to some good since 1877. Look for Quaker Oats at your local grocery store. Guys, no two listeners of the show are exactly alike, which means that no two vacations you take are going to be exactly alike either. And if you're looking for a place that will serve all of you, Texas has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities that allow for an infinite number of different travel experiences. I love Texas so much, I moved my family there for five years. Because here's the deal, Texas has it all. Are you a beach person? We got you. If you love a rugged vacation, not my jam, but there's plenty of campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. My favorite part about Texas the food. It is the thing I miss the absolute most. Whether you love barbecue or Tex-Mex or just want to be in cities that take their food very seriously. You can enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Visit TravelTexas.com slash get your own to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash get your own. The thing, I was just so grateful to have a diagnosis. Like, I was just so grateful that someone was like, hey, here's what it is. And not only here's what it is, but now that I have the why, I can start looking for ways to fix it. And if y'all have hung out with me for a while, you've heard me say this. If you're new to this podcast or this community, then buckle up because you're going to hear me say this a million more times. When you can understand why you are doing something, you can find solutions. When you focus exclusively on treating symptoms like 
when you have a headache every day and you take ibuprofen, which I was doing, right? Like I would, ha I would get a headache, I would take ibuprofen. I would get a headache, I would take ibuprofen. You're just going to keep treating that symptom for the rest of your life if you don't understand why the headache is showing up in the first place. Another one for me was anxiety. I, I wrote about this in Girl, Wash Your Face. Like so long ago when my kids are little, I was having severe anxiety and I was treating it with alcohol. Like I would have you know, a glass of boxed wine at night to try and calm myself down so that I wouldn't get upset with my kids. I thought that made me a better mama. And when you keep treating the symptom and you don't understand why that thing is happening, it will never end. And for what it's worth, y'all, the people who make money off your symptoms would love for you to just keep treating the symptom. And also, treating the symptom is much faster than treating the root cause. Understanding and treating the root cause can heal you forever. But it takes more work, it takes more effort, it's not an immediate fix. So I find out that I potentially have something called estrogen dominance, which is a hormone imbalance for women. It is a hormone imbalance. You have estrogen, you have progesterone. Given where you are in your cycle, those two sex hormones work differently at different times of the month. Sometimes one is more dominant, the other times the other one shows up. But for me, my estrogen was way in hyperdrive. And the excess of estrogen was making me not be able to control myself or my emotions. So what I'm gonna talk about today is what I did once I understood that my hormones were potentially unbalanced. And there are different ways that hormones can be unbalanced. And by the way, in this conversation, I'm talking about sex hormones. So I'm talking about what makes my cycle, and if you have a uterus, it makes your cycle function throughout the month, those are sex hormones. There's all kinds of ways that you could be imbalanced in your body, but in particular, if anything I said today when I was listing my symptoms, if anything kind of like sparked like a, oh crap, that's me. Like if you had a few of those that you thought, oh dang, like I have that, I have that, I don't feel like I'm in control of my emotions, I'm feeling these things, then today, I'm gonna take you on a little journey of what I did next, and you can follow this journey beat for beat, or you can just use the story that I'm gonna tell you as the impetus for you doing your own research, talking to your own doctor, and figuring out what you should do from here. The first thing that I did was get a recommendation to a female doctor. Now, certainly there must be incredible doctors who are men who could help you with this issue. There must, they must be out there. But I have to tell you that far above and beyond, I have way too many stories from my women friends who have gone to see male doctors to talk about stuff like this and have been given benzos, have been given medicine over the counter, have been flat out ignored, have been told they're making it up. I am not saying this is all doctors, but I do believe that you will be better listened to and better understood if you are talking to a doctor who has the same reproductive parts that you do. 
even better if you can find a doctor, which I did, who is a natural path. Now, I did a podcast about this two years ago when I went through all of this with my doctor, Dr. Brush, and it is episode 289. So I brought her on and we talked about this full conversation. She explains what to look for, things that you can do that will help you. It is still one of the most popular episodes of this show. So please go check it out after you listen to this. But I cannot stress to you enough that the two things I think made that such a successful doctor-patient relationship is that she is a woman and she is a naturopath, meaning she is going to look for natural remedies non-medicine type options to help you through what you're going through. And that is definitely where I lean just in general. I believe in medicine, but I believe there are a lot of medicines that aren't just something that you get in pill form. So uh, so the first thing was I found a female doctor. She is a natural path, episode 289, if you want to hear that conversation. The second thing that I did is I had to get lab work done again. I had to get blood work done because she wanted a bigger panel. She wanted more information. And I do have to say, when I was talking to the first doctor, the guy, he said, I think that you might have estrogen dominance given these markers. When I talked to her, she was like looking at the same lab work. She was like 100%. You absolutely do. And I said, well, he said that I might not. She was like, nope, let me tell you why this is what it is. Da, 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 da. And also, Rachel, your symptoms. Like you're telling me that you're struggling with these things. You're telling me and I'm looking at your blood work. So I don't need someone else to come down and wave a wand and give us permission to treat you for this. Because by the way, that's the beauty of a naturopath is everything that we were going to attempt to use to balance my hormones were like non-invasive, don't hurt you. There was no downside to us trying to balance. First step was the doctor. Second step was the blood work. I hate blood work, guys, but I do appreciate when someone can tell me what's going on inside my body. So I think it's worth it if you feel like you're struggling. The third thing that I did and... I recommend this to all of you, even those of you who feel like your hormones are perfectly imbalanced right now, is to track your cycle. Track your cycle. I cannot recommend this enough. I grew up in a home where we, you know, it was a very conservative, very religious home, basically like nothing existed below your chin. We did not talk about our bodies Like many of you, I got my period and I figured out how to like use pads and use tampons and do all of that by myself. I had two older sisters and a mom and nobody ever taught me how to deal with a period. And because nobody ever taught me how to deal with a period, legitimately, legitimately, I did not understand that I could count every month and that it would show up on the same day. So my entire childhood, my entire middle school career, my entire high school career, all of my early 20s, I did not know when my period was coming, which means a lot of times I had accidents at school. I bled through my clothes. I embarrassed myself. I learned to always like keep pads and keep tampons on me. I'm not exaggerating. I I literally didn't know that you could count the days. And 
I sort of thought, oh, well, if it came on the 10th this month, they say it comes every month. So maybe next month it'll come on the 10th. Like I didn't understand that my cycle would be 28 days or 30 days. Or once I figured out how many days it was, I would know when to expect it. So I really, truly didn't understand how my cycle worked until I went through this practice of balancing hormones. No BS. I was 37 years old the first time I understood how my body worked. For real. I say that to those of you who I don't care how old you are. If that's you and you aren't familiar with the different phases that you have an infradian rhythm, not a circadian rhythm, that you're going to have different emotions, different superpowers, different abilities, different willingness to put up with BS during certain weeks of your cycle. And then other weeks of your cycle, you're like, I'll cut a bitch. That's not because you suddenly lost your mind. That's not because you're an a-hole. That's because you just have more capacity for some things and less capacity for others based on which week of your cycle you're in. And if you know that, like I know, I just got off my period, like literally a day ago, I finished my period. So I know right now I'm about to go into the best 10 days I have in my entire cycle. The week after my period is the best of the best. This is when I feel the best, I have the most energy, Towards the end of that time period, I'll start to ovulate. When you ovulate, that's when I'm not exaggerating. That's when you're going to be most attractive to other people. If you could manage your calendar, that's when you would want to have pitch meetings. That's when you would want to make videos or social content. It's literally when you are more naturally enticing to other people because you're ovulating, because you have a biological imperative to try and mate with someone when you are ovulating and those chemicals are like roaring through your body and making you feel To me, being healthy is really grounded in nutrition. Honestly, what I eat and what my kids eat is super important to how we live our lives. It's why I love a company like Thrive Market. Because Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. So when I go online and I use their on-site filters, I can figure out exactly my lifestyle needs and trust that what I'm getting from Thrive Market is what I want to take into my body. When you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one -one membership matching program. You join, they give. You can join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash rach for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash rach thrivemarket.com slash rach this episode is brought to you by progressive where drivers who save by switching save nearly 750 dollars on average plus auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts 
Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. In a lot of ways. When I'm on my period is when I'm more introspective, I'm more grounded, I'm I move a lot slower. It's a lot more like nurturing and calm. But you remember me saying earlier that one of my biggest issues in life is feeling low energy or feeling brain fog. Well, before I understood the different rhythms of my cycle, I would get so frustrated with myself when I was on my period because I felt like my energy was too low. Because in my brain, I don't know if y'all do this, but in my brain, I'll be like, oh, see, you know, like it's all falling apart. Like you don't have enough energy when the reality is give it a minute, bitch, give it three days. You are going to be fine. Like everything's going to be fine, but you, it, it will pass. This too will pass. This season will pass. This week will pass. You're going to feel better. But if you don't track it, then you won't know. So how I recommend you track it, you open a note in your phone. You go day one. Day one of your cycle is the first day that you bleed heavily. I say heavily because I don't know about y'all, but my uterus likes to fire one over the bow. Okay, she likes to do a little like, and I'm like, oh, my period's starting. And then she's like, Yes, I will start at some point within the next hour to five days. Like she likes to bleed a little bit and then pull it back and then wait a minute. And that's something that's happened as I've gotten older. So I'm just like, I'm crossing my fingers that I'm going to go through perimenopause quickly. Do you know the perimenopause can last like 15 years? Come on. Come on. Don't you just wish when you're done having kids, you could be like, all right, I'm good. Thank you. Just go ahead and shut this off. But I digress. My point is day one, it's the first day you start bleeding heavily. Open a note on your phone, put day one. Type a few words. Just say how you're feeling. You know, started to bleed, lower back pain, energy's great. Day two, day three. So you're going to go in every day during your cycle when you feel a significant fluctuation. Like if a day is just kind of like whatever, I'm not going to track it. If I'm just sort of going along, everything's fine. But when I'm feeling an extreme emotion, if I have a freaking great day and I'm feeling awesome energy, I slept like a champ, everything's going awesome, I'm going to put that in there. And the opposite is true. If I'm feeling sluggish, if I have insomnia, if I'm having cramps, if I got a headache, like all of that data about how your body feels, you're just going to put in a notes app in your phone. And I did this for about three months consistently. And two beautiful things occurred. Number one, in order to do this, you have to be a lot more in touch with your body. You have to be a lot more in tune with what's going on. You have to slow down and you have to ask yourself how you're feeling, how is today going, what's happening in you. This is really important because I know y'all are like me. I know you are. And you push yourself. And there are times that you push yourself and you don't slow down 
to drink water, to go pee, to take a minute, to take a walk, to get some ions going by putting your feet in the grass. Like too many of us are pushing, 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 or you have people who you need to take care of and keep alive, or you got a business that you're running, or you're just so used to going that you don't stop and ask how you're feeling. So for me, this was huge. This was huge to slow down and just say like, how, how did today go? I did this for a few months and same thing as I just said, day one and then the next month, day one and then the next month, day one. What was so freaking helpful about this process and why every single person needs to do it is because the next month when I would be like, the world is ending, I'm the worst mom ever, the sky is falling, I can't get anything done, blah, 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 whatever BS story I was telling myself, I would go look at my notes from the month before on the same day. Y'all, I kid you not, every month on that day, I would experience that same feeling. And we don't equate it to hormones because it doesn't feel like a hormonal thing. It's not like all of a sudden you snapped and got mad or whatever. It's like despair. I have a day every month where I feel despair. Me, Rach, your girl, four beautiful kids, an amazing career, a beautiful partner, so blessed. It's stupid, sunny days. Like I get to work from home. I'm, I'm living just a beautiful life. And I have a day every month where the only word I could give you for it is despair. I feel like all the things that are sad crash down on me on that day. I think about the fact that my kids lost their dad. I think about how the hell I am supposed to navigate this with them on their own. I think about just the sadness of all of that. They're so brave and they're so strong. And like, it's really close to the surface because my despair day was yesterday, <laughs> which is why I wanted to do this episode for you guys. You know, I was talking to my teenage son about his dad and like, just, you know, there's so much wrapped up in that, right? We have a lot of feelings. We feel deeply sad. We feel very angry. We feel all these things. And then whenever I talk, to the kids about it, I don't want to talk to them about any of my anger. So I only focus on telling them good stories. I only focus on like, oh, you're, you know, like my oldest son was baking cookies last night and he accidentally overbaked them and they were like almost burnt. They were pretty crunchy. And then the second batch was really chewy. And then we went in and we were sharing, we were both went in to have a cookie and I was eating the chew and he was eating the crunchy. And I was like, oh, those are almost burnt. He's like, I kind of like it. And I was like, oh, you know what? That was your dad too. Your dad loved crunchy cookies. And then I went back to my room and I just like out of sight cried about that makes you feel despair. It's so fucking sad. And you all have your own version of that. But that feeling, I promise you, you are having deep emotional feelings that are attached to where you are hormonally. 
And if you don't understand that your hormones are at play, you could begin to believe that there's something wrong with you. Why can't I get past this? Why does this keep coming up? Why do I keep rehashing this? Why do I keep re like filling this thing over and over? So at the very least, empower yourself with knowledge of what's going to happen on a given month and know, oh, yep, on this day every month, this is what happens. Or on this day every month, this is what happens. For me, tracking my cycle in my phone was huge. And there are some great apps. I just kind of, I like to be able to write almost like a diary entry what happened that day. So for me, I preferred the note in my phone. There's lots of great, I used Clue for a while, that app, but I just liked better to write it down. So track your cycle. The next thing that really helped me, and I've talked about them a lot, I love to gain knowledge through reading. I love a book. Anything I'm trying to figure out in life, I tend to lean into books as a way to get the answer for that. So I highly recommend Period Power by Maisie Hill. I think everybody who has a uterus should read that book. She has a second book that's about perimenopause and menopause. I haven't read that one yet, but Period Power, I think everybody should read. There's In the Flow by Elisa Beattie. There's some great books out there that are about women's cycles and hormones, and I just want to encourage you to educate yourself. God knows we did not get the education that we need in school when they were supposed to be teaching us about our bodies. They almost exclusively taught us about how not to get pregnant, but didn't teach us information that would actually help us to manage our days better. So I highly recommend that you read books on the subject. The last thing that I did, and this was truly the most essential for me to be in balance, and I still use it today, and I still have to be very regimented with it or I can fall out of balance again because remember, my body naturally wants to produce more estrogen, so I have to really work to make sure that it's staying even. So I want to talk about supplements that I use that have really helped me. But as always, I am a random chick that you listen to on a podcast or watch on the internet. I'm not your doctor. I'm not your nutritionist. Hear these ideas, do your own research, and then talk to a professional about how to make smart choices for you. I guess the first thing I would tell you, I've said this to y'all before, but I don't take birth control. I don't take birth control. And that was a really conscious decision I made. I've talked about this a lot. During this process of trying to balance my hormones, the doctor did tell me, hey, be careful because if your hormones get balanced, it's the most fertile you'll ever be. And she was right. A couple of years ago, I guess, accidentally got pregnant and got pregnant while using condoms, but I guess that didn't work. And subsequently ended up, the baby died when I was three months pregnant. But after I had gotten through the loss of the baby, I went on birth control. I went on hormone-based pill birth control, the lowest dose you could take, because I felt scared that, you know, I didn't want that to happen again. And I just felt like a lunatic. I absolutely felt worse than I had felt when my estrogen was out of control. 
it wasn't worth it. It was not worth it. So I made the decision that I would not take hormone-based birth control. So when I tell you my hormones are in balance, know that there's nothing in my system that's also affecting my hormones. I don't know how this would work if you were on birth control. The first and most important is I do something called seeds and oil cycling. For one half of your cycle, you take a certain kind of seed and a certain kind of oil. The second half of your cycle, you take another kind of seed and another kind of oil. And maybe you're like, what seed, what oil? The first part of my cycle, I take either flax or pumpkin seeds. So again, this is the part where it's like, these are not expensive. These are not hard to find. These will help you. Flax or pumpkin. And I do... I happen to really like seeds, so I'll have them a lot in the same way other people would have nuts. But for the first part of my cycle, I get my flax seeds in with my morning smoothie. Sometimes in the afternoon, I'll keep a, I'll just have a scoop of pumpkin seeds. The second part of your cycle, you do sesame seeds or sunflower. I don't really know what to put sesame seeds in, so second part of my cycle, I just have two big tablespoons of raw sunflower seeds every day. For those of you who want to try this, the best advice I have, I have it in my kitchen right now. I've got a big jar of raw pumpkin seeds and a big jar of raw sunflower seeds. The spoon is in there. So literally, whatever part of my cycle I'm in, I'm go I go in and I just like put a spoonful in my hand, eat it, put a spoonful in my hand, eat it, done for the day. And I find it so easy to stay on it. I just remember like, okay, this is what we're doing. How I remember it, if you want help, is first part, FP, flax, pumpkin. And then second part, with an S, is sunflower, sesame. So day one, we start flax and pumpkin. Halfway through, we change to sunflower seeds. The oil that you do is... For one part of your cycle, the first part of your cycle, you take omegas, which I was already taking, so that was super easy, omega fish oil. The second part of your cycle, you take an evening primrose. Both of those are in capsule form. They're so easy. I just pop them in with my nighttime supplements. Easy peasy lemon squeezy, but man, does it help. Helps with PMS, helps with all, helps, helps all the things. So seeds and oil cycling, Google it, talk to your doctor. There's books on it. There's so many people who will tell you how to do it. Very easy, huge difference. The second thing that I feel like is a miracle is something called Vitex or Chase Tree Berry. It's the same thing. Again, talk to your doctor, your nutritionist, but I take that every day. That was huge, huge, huge. I Oh my God, so huge in helping me to feel better, to feel happier, to feel more calm, to feel more in balance. The third thing that I want to talk about, which I've talked to you guys about a ton, not necessarily hormone-based, but adaptogens. Holy basil leaf is one of the greatest discoveries of my adult life. I like to say that an adaptogen is something that helps your nervous system adapt to the stressors that you're feeling. So I take a holy basil every single night before I go to bed, and it just... The way I describe it to people is that it's ideal for those of us who have anxiety. You can still see the anxiety, but it separates you from the feeling. So it's like you're watching the anxiety as opposed to being inside of it. So holy basil, OMG, can't recommend it enough. 
There's a ton of research on how important B vitamins are and D vitamins are for women. I do feel like not necessarily that those help my hormones, but they definitely help my mood. They help me to feel happier. They help me to feel more positive. Sounds weird, but I swear it's true. They gave me more energy. So I take B and D every day. The last thing that I'm going to say supplement-wise that we don't talk about enough is iron. Are you taking iron supplements? Now, if you have any kind of anemia, which I do, you already know about iron supplements. But if you haven't ever taken iron and you're feeling sluggish, you're feeling fatigue, you're feeling brain fog, you're feeling depression, this was a huge, freaking huge one for me. My feelings of depression were so intense after I lost the baby. And obviously because that experience was so horrible, but it was made so much worse and I didn't understand at the time because I had lost so much blood. And then every month I was having really heavy periods, really heavy periods, and I was severely anemic, severely. I didn't know how bad I was. I was so bad, you guys. And it was the most depressed, like where I was scared. It was the most depressed I've ever been. And I called my doctor and I was like, my hormones are out of whack again. I don't know what's happened. I've been doing my seeds and oils. Dr. Brush, like, what do I do? And I was describing it to her and she said, oh, okay, right now I need you to go take some iron. I need you to have a steak for dinner tonight. And then I need you to go get some blood work done so I can confirm what I think is going on, which was that I, it turned out I had really severe anemia. And the, check out the symptoms of anemia. Again, we think we're not strong enough. We're not emotionally powerful enough. We're not pushing hard enough. We have emotional issues. We have mental illness. And maybe we do. But more often than not, you have chemicals rushing through your body that are not allowing you to function the way you normally would. So check out the symptoms of that. I take iron for me personally because I have anemia. I take iron every single day of my life and during my period and a few days after, I double up the dosage. So not for everybody, but those supplements are why I am still here doing this work. Those supplements are why I'm able to be my best self, to show up in the way that I show up, to be a good mama, all of it. But mostly, they've allowed me to feel better. And not just feel better like physically in my body, but to feel happier. To feel happier and to feel more centered and to feel more hopeful or to not be dragged down by mood swings and to be able to kind of separate myself from them and go, oh, okay, something's going on in my body right now. And I need to figure out what's going on so that I can give my body what it needs so that we can come back into balance. So if anything that I said today sparked a thought in you that you're like, oh, dang, that's me. Like I'm feeling that. I can't stress to you enough. This could change your life in the most incredible way. So talk to your doctor, talk to a nutritionist, like do some research, arm yourself with information. You do not have to feel as bad as you've been feeling. And if you heard something in this that is helpful, will you please send it to another woman? Put it on your social, get the word out, 
please send it to your mom or your sister, someone that you think also needs to hear it because we do not talk about this enough. Like I'm on tour right now and half my show, you guys know this if you've come, half my show is me talking about my period. And what's so funny is watching the women in the audience, they're laughing so hard, but they're like embarrassed. They can't believe that I'm talking about blood clots. They can't believe that I'm saying this stuff in front of the dudes that are in the audience. So that's not my fault because I told y'all not to bring your husbands. But I can see it. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe she's saying this stuff. And they're crying, laughing because we all go through it, but nobody talks about it. So let us be the women who normalize conversations about what we go through every single month. Half of the human population deals with this every single month. And it's this like secret thing. It's shameful. It's dirty. It's wrong. It's all of this stuff, which keeps us away from the information and the resources that would help us to feel better. You don't have to be like me telling jokes about your period and your blood clots on stage, but we can normalize that we should feel better and we should feel good and you are going through something every month that if you're with a dude he's not going through that and so it's very easy who do we compare ourselves to the person we're around the most so if you're in a relationship with a man and he's like super even kill and you feel like you're all over the place well of course you are because you're dealing with hormones and iron deficiency and all of these things that he doesn't have to deal with you cannot compare yourself to Steve. You need to compare yourself to who you were on this day last month and see how you're feeling. Hope that was helpful, guys. I'll be back soon with more information. And as always, I want you to remember, I love you and I'm rooting for you. The Rachel Hollis Podcast is produced by me, Rachel Hollis. It's edited by Andrew Weller and Jack Noble. Skip the waiting room. TireRack.com now offers convenient mobile tire installation in select areas. Simply shop TireRack.com for your next set of tires, and at checkout, choose Tire Rack Mobile Tire Installation. An expertly trained technician will arrive with your tires and install them on site, at home, at the office, wherever you are. You'll spend less time waiting and more time doing the things you enjoy. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas. Register today at thisisils.org.